welcome to a very special Lost in the Supermarket. Now, the people that you see on your screen, you might not recognize, but you certainly would recognize their products. Uh, and if you look in your freezer or in your cupboard, you probably have them in there. Um, I met uh, Rachel and Andy probably over 30 years ago um, when they first came out with this fabulous product called Amy's. Um, and the differences uh, between Amy's then and Amy's now um, not a lot of people cared about plant-based. There were some vegetarians, there were some vegans, but not to the point that we have now. So, you know, Rachel, uh, Andy, thank you for joining us today on Lost in the Supermarket. You're most welcome. I'm excited to be here. Excited yeah, it's so to nice to see you. you again. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about the difference. When you first started back in 1987, um, you were banging on, you know, supermarket retailers doors and trying to make Amy's, you know, a name for itself. Uh, today, um, I don't know how many tens of thousands, probably 100,000 stores uh, that your line of product are in, uh, but it certainly is success story, but bring us back, you know, 30 years ago, what was it like? Well, in the very beginning, we were just in natural food stores for a number of years. And um, we called on a few grocery stores, supermarkets, and they said, wait till you have a broader range of products. So we did. And, uh, but, you know, the idea of vegetarian and or organic in particular, people didn't know what the word organic meant. Uh, I never forget when we first did some demos in Costco and people were saying, what does that mean? <laughs> so it's just little by little, year by year, it's continued to change to the point where now it's uh, so many people um, want to eat better and, and know that it's related to their health. And, uh, you know, I remember that FMI show where we first met you. Um, so, I'm used to people knowing who we are and coming and just having the booth be in the natural food shows being crowded around the table and eating our food. And so I had to really, uh, for the grocery stores, they didn't know who we were. And all these people in suits would walk by and I would felt like I was a hawker, you know, saying, come try Amy's, come try Amy's. And <laughs> I was going to go get her a cane. Yep. Yeah, pull them <laughs> in. And then suddenly we found uh, one grocery store. Can I mention the name? Yeah, of course. Okay. So the, yes. there was a woman who came in and she loved the food. She just loved everything. She said, let me bring my husband over. I think he'll like it. He was a vegetarian. And I think he was the um, president, of Publix. president of Publix. And he came over and he loved the food. He brought all his salespeople. He took us, you know, we started, I don't know that what actually happened, how it was, but we started selling to them. And at that point, everyone looked to Publix as the, um, you know, the, the model of what is and the trendsetter, the certainly trendsetter. And, and then after that, it seemed like all the grocery stores started asking for us because we had a whole line of organic food, you know, pizzas, lasagna, burritos, you know, we just had everything. So they could just say, Oh, we want organic. We'll just put Amy's in. And there were already a known, but we had no idea when we started that we would be a big company. We thought we'd be just a little Popeye company. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> so, so you didn't mention my favorite. I think the first Amy's product that I tasted was the macaroni and cheese, which to this day I still buy and still think it's the best mac and cheese on the market. Yeah, it's a huge for us. And our mac and cheese comes in 
regular mac and cheese with wheat noodles and, and cheddar cheese. And it comes in a gluten-free version, which is incredibly popular. And then there's a dairy-free and gluten-free version of the mac and cheese. Uh, so it's- uh, And now we have mac and cheese with with kale and cauliflower. And then we have, anyway, we just, it's- a So you, you picked a good one. Chili mac and cheese. <laughs> so, you know, you've been watching this space for a long time as it relates to trends and consumers. Um, what, what was that aha moment that really said we should be organic, we should be vegan or vegetarian? Well, really it was an extension of our lifestyle. You know, I don't know if you ever read the story or remember, but the whole company started because we were eating organic foods, out, a lot of them out of our garden living in California. And um, Rachel was pregnant with Amy and uh, she got to a point in her pregnancy where she couldn't cook anymore. And she wanted me to make dinner and my limited ability to boil water. I went to the health food store and saw to see what was available in convenience foods. And I brought things home and they were, they were horrible and they weren't <laughs> organic. And so that's where the idea really, uh, we thought there has to be other people like us that want a convenience meal but want to eat healthy and want to eat great tasting food too. Yeah, so basically we ate vegetarian and there was nothing in the restaurants really. You get a baked potato or some pasta. So the alternatives when you didn't feel like cooking were slim and we ate organic. So that's just, the, these are just the who we were. We're not, we weren't trendsetters looking at the market saying, ooh, you know, this is the next trend, organic and vegetarian. Okay. It's just an extension of our own selves. So I know you're a private company, so I'm not going to ask you about sales, but tell us, you know, how big is Amy's? You've got five or six plants now? We have four now and the fifth under construction in, uh, about to start next month in Goshen, New York. But we have one in California, our initial uh, one, or where we moved to, uh, one in Oregon, one in Idaho. We just opened one in San Jose, California. Um, to help us. Um, we had a tremendous boost from COVID in terms of sales, and we just are struggling to catch up with the capacity demands. So yeah, the company, we have about 3,000 employees. And I guess everybody knows, I guess in gross sales, it's about $700 million now. And um, so you mentioned Goshen, and, and for those of our viewers and listeners that aren't familiar with it, that's Woodstock. Any, is that the reason that you're in Goshen? No, no, no. <laughs> no, and one of the people that we, yeah, everyone always talks about Woodstock and the, the planners. Yeah, one of the people who helped us get in there on the city council actually uh, has helped organize Woodstock into what's called Bethel Woods now, which is like a center there. So... Um, Max Yasger's son, Sam Yasger, uh, when I was back in New York, was my attorney um, and so on. So, you know, great family. Uh, they, they really are. So you, you were recently named a top 50 brand um, in the U.S. in the Profit Brand Relevance Index. What does that mean and why is it important? Well, to me, it's, it's, um, it's um, just kind of amazing because we've never marketed the product. We've never advertised or we do some social media, but to be recognized as a number 21 brand and relevance to consumers and number one in the food industry was kind of, uh, it, it felt really good. 
to know that just something that comes from the heart that we're doing a, as a largely as a service uh, can grow to that kind of uh, prominence in, as a brand. And what was surprising is what, when we were talking to um, Scott, who was very, I don't know what his position is there, but he, he said that usually they have a, a group of brands that are sort of expected and then they always have some that are chosen and then they have a surprise, they have some surprises. And you, they don't know because these are just customers that, that they're working with. They're not, I mean, consumers, they're not stores or you know, just regular people. And we were one of the surprises. And he said he was thrilled because he's eaten Amy's his whole life. And it's so he said it was so great to have the world discovering these. Yeah, because he knew about yeah. it. It was great to see that other people knew about it. So it's it's important um, to note that in addition to organic, vegan, clean ingredients, vegetarian, I would suggest that the reason uh, that people keep on coming back, myself included, is the taste. Absolutely. Number one. Absolutely. That's that's number one. Um, and I just had um, the uh, butternut squash soup um, the other day and some of the new frozen items. Um, and they're terrific. So talk to me about, you know, product development. How are you how are you figuring out product development now that you're big? Well, we do it the same way that we started, which is we taste at the same table. It's getting old. <laughs> but how do we choose a product? It's it's very organic process. So let's say we were in New Mexico, in Sedona, and we went to a restaurant and we tried this stuffed delicata squash. We loved it so much. So we met with the uh, chef owner, and we asked her if she would come in and develop some meals for us because she she knows vegetables. She's really competent with sauces. And so she came and she developed some of our new meals. It was just a so the one real, way. So the, well, the real difference is that from anyone can make a, a meal good in the kitchen, but at Amy's we 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 won't stop scaling up and working on it until it's as good as the original. And we do a lot of handwork. People tour Amy's plant and say, "This isn't a food manufacturing facility. This is a big restaurant." And the reason the food tastes good is because it's cooked just the way you would cook it at home and then frozen. It's not. Uh, no preservatives, no starches. Well, no. Mostly it's just, you know, we make roux, we marinate things overnight. We do things so that the product tastes authentic and, and great. And uh, the Going, food industry in general isn't set up that way. Yeah. And there, we don't often sit here and say, okay, this is the, this is what our next product is going to be. It's usually something found. It's um, when we travel around the world, we find a recipe we, and we go, somebody makes something really good. We, I met a person from Africa and he's made some soups for us, East Africa. Nobody's eaten East African soups. They're very different, they're delicious. He sent us the recipes and then we worked on it back and forth. And uh, that'll be the next product that we're coming out with it. It's- uh, So I don't think it's so much what we pick, it's the fact that they all taste great, like you said. Yeah. So. You know, you mentioned that during the pandemic, uh, sales went through the roof, uh, consumers wanting to buy uh, more more Amy's pizza and leave it in the freezer to be ready. Everybody knows that everybody around the table is going to love it. 
Uh, what happens to the food industry? I'm not talking about Amy's, but you know, the, the consumer trends post pandemic, what do we think is gonna happen? Is e-commerce gonna fall down again? Are people gonna go back to eating Twinkies uh, versus Amy's? Uh, look into your crystal ball. Uh, Rachel, why don't you go first? I think I was going to call you up the other day. I said, I'm going to call Phil and ask him. See what he thinks. See what he thinks what, what, what we're going to be like after the pandemic. And now you're asking us. Um, personally, I've always had a feeling that once people try Amy's, they buy it again. It was It was never, we didn't need to be on sale for people to buy Amy's. So the fact that so many new customers have found Amy's, um, this is just the personal part of looking into the crystal ball. I'm sure it will be you know, less. I don't think we're going to be in the same amount of food, but I think that there's a big jump. And if the product is good, um, I think they'll keep buying it. And as far as um, e-commerce, I think people, it's just the way people are liking working from home. I think it's going to grow tremendously. Yeah. The other reason that, that people eat, continue to eat convenience meals is that more people, even when offices open up again, uh, we're feeling our employees will work from home two to three days a week now. Mm -hmm. So that eating lunch, which is a big uh, time where people go out to restaurants, instead they'll still be eating Amy's. We'll definitely see an, a, a decline uh, when the restaurants open up, hopefully, and everybody's happy and mingling and, mingling and mixing again. But there'll be a long-term benefit to, to, our, to, our, to the industry and to our foods. So I want to also congratulate you on achieving the B Corp certification. Congratulations. Uh, but let's look into the future. Um, I know a couple of years ago at this point, it might even be longer, um, you decided to have an Amy's uh, restaurant, a fast food restaurant. How is that going? What's the expansion of that? Or has the pandemic really shut that down? There's one interesting story is that we, all, we had, we have one success story, one failure from the pandemic. The success is we opened in our first store in Roner Park about five years ago. And when the pandemic hit, sales dropped at 50%. It was a disaster. We focused on the drive-through part of the business and sales for 2020 were higher than 2019. Wow. And on the airport, unfortunately, we opened a few months before the pandemic and there's nobody in the airport. So, yeah. <laughs> That. We're hoping to open again. We're, we're open in Corte Madera, which is Marin County yep. in the middle of the pandemic, and it's going very well. Um, and then we're opening in Roseville, California this fall and Thousand Oaks, California uh, th this coming fall or early the following year. So it, the, the sales are fantastic. It's, it's an amazing success. And people are very, the, one of the reasons the drive-through is a, such a success, and actually it's kind of, the success of the Amy's brand. When we first started Amy's and we started making food that parents could feel um, comfortable yeah. and they feel that their kids are getting something good. We had handheld foods that you know their kids could heat up when they came home from school. I received so many letters of gratitude that, that we were giving them something they could feed their kids as a working mothers, as working mothers. So then the um, drive-through, so many parents don't would never take their kids to drive-throughs and and this was an alternative that they could do and so that you'd see the kids going into the drive-through they're just so excited they're running in and you know they've never had 
some of them are, they don't eat dairy. So they, we have a dairy-free milkshake or, cause we, everything, you can get everything vegan, gluten-free, regular with cheese. And uh, what else? I think that's it. So everyone is taken care of and it's very successful. It's really fun too. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere. Everybody's kind of safe. Yeah, I so, love the people. Yeah, so what's next? Um, you, you conquered frozen foods. You've conquered canned soups. You've conquered uh, what I'm going to call fast food drive-throughs. What's what's next for you guys and Amy? <laughs> well, I think the main focus right now is for us uh, short-term is to catch up with supply, and the drive-through will grow slowly, and then it'll grow more quickly as the as it gains momentum and as the years go on. Um, we have a great team there, and all that. Beyond that, international is. Um, starting to be a focus. We're doing very well in England with our soups. We're the number two brand in England. And um, uh, there's a lot lot to do outside of that. Well, one of the things I was thinking about, what is our mission to provide, um, what is our mission statement? I was forgetting. <laughs> Delicious, convenient. Food for people that are too eat well. well. Yeah. Delicious and convenient food for people that want to eat well. And so I think it's just that we're going to continue to do more of the same. We're, we're focusing a lot on the international meals are fantastic because every country has some really fantastic mm-hmm. meal that translate into veganism. Vegan it can be vegan or vegetarian. And so we're just feeding people. Our goal is just to feed people and to feed them healthy, tasty food. You know, it, it can't, it has to taste good. So I don't think we're going to go into different categories you know, we have so many, we have the whole country to do drive-throughs. Right. And but you never know. I mean, the drive-through wasn't our idea. It was our consumer's idea. Right. So maybe they'll come up with another direction for us. We listen to them. Yeah, I read all the consumer letters. And that's so you mentioned, you mentioned your success in the UK. Uh, if memory serves me right, when Amy graduated college, you sent her over there to run, you know, the, the European group. To learn it, to learn it, yeah. Yes, yeah. she did. And she had a great time. She was there for a year. And uh, then uh, she came home and got married and uh, had a son who's my five-year-old, turned about turned five grandson, who's a wild, wild character and <laughs> a lot of fun. And uh, now that he's uh, about to start, starting to be in school a little bit, she'll have more time to come back and help. Sure. And, uh, and your grandson, you know, is going to have the CEO title after his name in just, what, five years? <laughs> the, way, the way you guys move? It could be with knowing him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rachel and Andy, um, it's always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for joining us today on Boston Supermarket. Yes. Thank, thank you. you so much. Take care.